Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. My voice is a little off. I was out in the weather raking leaves, and I guess it's affected me from the moisture and the cool, but we'll get through it anyway. What I was thinking about today and is on my heart is, you know, I've always grown up as a rah-rah, good person, patriotism, my country, and I think people should feel good about their country, but as a Christian and getting older and looking at things, I've been thinking a lot more lately about the fact that our heart is deceitful above all else. I've known this for a long time. The scriptures, my scriptures that I follow tell me that, that we as human beings can really, really deceive ourselves. We can see, as God says in another place, a way that seems right, but whose end is destruction. And as I've thought about those things, I was sitting in church today, and yes, I was listening to the minister's sermon, but as I listened, there were things going through my heart and mind because my son had texted and said he would call us. He's deployed overseas right now, and he mainly uses his time to call his wife and kids, which we want him to do. But every once in a while, we get a call from him, and this was going to be that time. And after getting that call from him and thinking about why he's there and why any of our people are there or wherever they are and all the over, I think, last I heard, over 200 bases worldwide, plus 11 carrier strike groups stationed all over the world. And I thought about that, and where my mind went was, you know, we really are hypocritical and deceitful as human beings. Uh, we can look at our own lives and just know that in our own thinking sometimes we can look at other people and refuse to look at anything we're doing and we think we're perfectly right but because they may have said something that was a little different or going in a different direction we feel that they're hypocritical so let me just get that out of the way at the start of this talk we are hypocritical people we can't help but be because even though we strive to be better or follow a certain philosophy, if we look close enough, we will never see any human being following that philosophy completely. And then after thinking of that, I went to the old idea, and I just want to see how we govern righteousness and rightness with that which is wrong and how we justify it. And that, that gets back to how we are deceitful in our own hearts and, and deceive ourselves. Think about it. There used to be a company, and I don't know if they still are, that made a product called Fuzzbusters. And these were things that could detect radar units, and they were able to detect the radar unit that the law enforcement you were using prior to you getting caught on their radar. So in other words, you could avoid their radar and then you wouldn't get a ticket. But then that same company would develop a better radar for law enforcement, and then they could catch you. Well, then, of course, you didn't want to pay a ticket, so what did they do? They sold a new fuzzbuster to you that was top of the line you couldn't be caught with, and you could avoid getting a ticket. And then what do you think they did? They invented a better radar. Now, they probably didn't have to do much to invent a new radar, or a new fuzzbuster, but it was a way to stay in business. And think about it. I could go to the pharmaceutical company. 
Why did they want to rush out this vaccine and get a authorization that was emergency? Because if they got the emergency authorization, then they would be able to go ahead and get those drugs they were planning to help treat COVID in the works and be able to bring them to market. And if they hadn't have gotten that authorization, that emergency authorization, and there would have been a treatment out there, you wouldn't have had the vaccine and then you wouldn't have had those other medicines that are coming out now to treat COVID-19, and they would have lost a lot of money. They were banking on that. Now, you can say what you want, but I think it's very hypocritical of them because if you go back and look and look at all the studies all over the world and listen to all the medical people, not just those tied in with pharmaceuticals, you'll find that there was a treatment out there, but that would have stopped the emergency authorization and it would have stopped any new medicines they had in the pipeline, and they couldn't do that because that would have cost them billions. Now, the next thing I bring up, you're probably going to say I've gone from preaching to meddling, but I'm going to tell you what I think anyway, and this because this is where my mind went. So we've got pharmaceuticals that would do that. we got businesses that would do that other than pharmaceuticals. we got people that just... In their lives, they are deceitful. I've been deceitful before in mine, not on purpose sometimes, but when I look back at it and evaluate my life, was I really being totally truthful, or was there just a little bit of deception in what I was trying to do and say? And to be honest, I have to say yes, and if you're honest, you'd say yes too. So that led me to think about the fact of illegal arms dealers. Why don't we like illegal arms dealers? Oh, where well, they're killing people. They're selling arms to these rebels, and they're selling to this, and, and they're causing all this havoc. Well, let me ask you a question. Aren't the governments around the world, such as Iran and China and the United States and Brits and Russians and everybody else, who supply weapons to groups? Aren't they killing people? But it's legitimate because they're a government supporting a cause. And in our case, we're supporting a righteous cause. Now, let's think about this another way. We have a very big industrial military complex in the United States, and there's a lot of jobs, including my son who's deployed, gets paid through the military. But those guys don't get paid as much as these defense contractors and their lobbyists and all the money they make off the ammunition and materials they're selling. Now, what would happen if there weren't any wars? What would happen if there was no place to sell these? There wouldn't be a place for those that are called illegal arm dealers, and there wouldn't be any place for, you know, countries to do it either because there'd be nothing to fight over. But, you know, I think sometimes these countries, as much as they say they want peace, they want power and they want money. And the only way to keep getting that is to make sure there's something going on that they can sell the tools of their trade. And if you don't think the lobbyists from the military-industrial complex doesn't give a lot to the government and to causes, then you're sadly mistaken. Go look at it. You'll find they are. So you see, I don't know that there's much difference in the illegal arms dealers and the legal ones other than one group decided those guys are illegal and they shouldn't be doing it. But the result is the same. People are being killed, and they're making money. 
hand over fist. So when they tell me they want peace, I don't think they really do. I think they want power. And I think they want that power through control, and I think they want that power through prominence in some area, and that area sometimes is weapons. So please think, we're about to go into a new year in just a couple of months. Well, really, less than two months. And then we're going to hear all the rhetoric from all the campaigns. And I don't know about other countries, but at this point, I'm talking just to my country. We're going to hear a lot of words said, and they're going to tell us we have to protect ourselves from all these other people, because if we don't do all this and stick our nose in over here and send weapons here, there, and yonder, they're going to be on our doorstep, and they're going to be raping our women and killing our children, and they're going to be doing to us. And I can't say that won't happen. But on the other hand, I wonder what would happen if everybody would quit provoking everyone else and stirring things up so that there is a fight, so that they need more arms, so that we can justify in a deceitful way that we need to do all this killing, that we need to do all of this for democracy. I'm not sure we do need to do it for democracy, but that's what's on my heart as we come to this Thanksgiving. Let's think about the fact that most people in other countries, as I've said before, really don't give a hoot about us. They could care less. They don't want to destroy us. I'm talking about the average man, woman, or child. They simply don't want to have to fear bombs blowing upside outside their house. They don't want to have to fear terrorists coming and getting them and killing them. But as I said earlier in another podcast, where does that come from? It comes from our own lust or desire for power and things that we don't need and don't have and sometimes don't even have the right to, but we want to take it anyway. So I want you to think about that. The next time you hear a story about we have to do this, we have to spend this money in this way because someone's threatening us. Well, I think most people would live safely because if they weren't being threatened, they probably wouldn't think to threaten someone else. Now, there are some evil people in the world, and they would threaten other people. And yes, we have to prevent those. But a lot of what goes on today is not that. It's about power, and it's about money. It's not about protection. Just think about that as we go into this next year and this next election cycle, and you consider who you may or may not vote for. Blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again.